Hey there, it's Sam with another live video for you. Um, it's Friday, it's um, beginning of March. It's not only Friday, but it's Bandcamp Friday. So if any of you have been following me for a little while, you may know what that means, Bandcamp Friday. Every first Friday of the month, or actually I think they take off for some of the summer months, but um, first Friday of most months, uh, Bandcamp, the audio streaming site, does Bandcamp Friday, which means they uh, waive their normal fees for themselves, so the full amount goes to the authors, or, or, the, or the artists, in this case it's an author because I have some audio content, um, audio readings of my story on there, so you can get, um, you know, support, support local artists, if you know friends who are on Bandcamp as I do, go download stuff from them today especially, because um, today Bandcamp waves their cut, so your friends, you the artists will get, will get the whole thing. Same goes for authors, anyone who has stuff on Bandcamp, uh, as I do, it's, it's all um, today only goes straight to the authors. So you can go to fracturedheroes.bandcamp.com. That's that's where, where my story is. Fracturedheroes.bandcamp.com. All day long today. Name your price. My story is always name your price, at least always for now. Um, and download the download the chapters today only. Any money you pay will go to me directly. Okay. So that's all day long today. That's um, for anyone on Bandcamp. But again, mine is fracturedheroes.bandcamp.com. I believe it goes till um, midnight Pacific time, which um, I'm in Central, and some some of you are all scattered. But some of my friends live in East Coast too. So those of us in Central or East, or East Coast, it goes till two or three a.m. So if you're up late at night and <laughs> want a story to listen to, um, you can you can you can you can still download it then. Um, Midnight, midnight to midnight Pacific time, all day today. It's Friday, March third. Go to fracturedheroes.bandcamp.com. Download the story, and listen to any amount you want. Pay any pay any amount you want today only. Anything you pay goes to me. You'll be helping out an independent, up and coming author and a young dad. So, thank you for listening and considering that. Um, I'm going to read you a short sample of the story so you can get a sample of what you'll be getting if you do download. As you guys know, it's a superhero story, but I've been calling it a superhero drama, which means um, you know, I focus on the... I mean, yes, there are action scenes and fight scenes. What I'm going to be reading today is not one of those. Um, I focus on the characters and their, their development and their real human lives as well. So today's story is about a character, or today's scene is about a character called Norman Clark. Um, Norman Clark is a pastor. He's a little older. I mean, he's not old. He's maybe in his 50s. Um, and you might be wondering, what what is this ordinary couple? Because um, it's him and his wife. What are they doing in a superhero story? Minor spoilers, it's possible he was a superhero in a past life. Um, so listen to this, and you, you can draw your own, your own conclusions there. He was. Um... But yeah, this is just a, this is a snippet of one of my, one of my characters who's who was a former superhero, but now has his own um, now has a, has a different life, and so basically, it's like it, it, this is why I call it a drama, not solely a superhero action action book. But anyway, listen to the scene. Hope you enjoy it. Um, hope you hope it sparks your interest. If you like this and want more, you can always go to factoredheroes.bandcamp.com. Today only, anything you pay will go to me directly. Um, I'll probably say it once more before, before the video is over. But for now, I'm going to read a scene. So, this is from Fractured Heroes, book one, chapter three. I believe the chapter is called Secret Identity. And this scene focuses on Norman Clark, ordinary pastor by day. I'll let you fill in the rest. Norman sat at a small kitchen table with his wife, drinking coffee and eating breakfast. 
He put a forkful of syrup-laden pancake into his mouth, chewed, and swallowed. Mmm. These are delicious, honey. He took a sip of coffee. Norman's wife, Eleanor, was only a few years younger than him. She had a slim figure, a head of blonde hair that was slowly, still slowly turning gray, and in Norman's opinion, her face that was still attractive despite the signs of age. She glanced up from scrolling on her phone. You always did love my mother's pancake recipe. Yes, but you make them better than she ever did. Flattery won't get you anywhere. Eleanor said with, said with a joking smile. Will it get me more pancakes? Norman grinned. She shook her head but smiled at him. Norman Clark, you are incorrigible. Norman smiled. Can't argue with that. He ate another few bites. But you should be used to it after 25 years. Sure enough, Eleanor said. Guess I never learn. He brushed the napkin across his lower face. Are you still going over to the shelter today? Yeah. She glanced pensively at the clock. I've got to be there around noon. Was hoping to make a quick, quick grocery run first. Norman also consulted the clock. Guess I should let you get going then. His wife went to hand. Oh, it's fine. Groceries aren't going to take that long. The way you shop, they might, Norman teased. Oh, stop. We only need a few things. How are things going at the shelter? Oh, they're good. We got two volunteers last month. They've really been a big help. Or two new volunteers last month. They've really been a big help. Good, said Norman. I'm glad to hear it. It's been a while since I stopped by. I've been meaning to. Well, you've got a lot on your plate and a lot of different ministries to oversee, his wife pointed out. Actually, my plate is almost empty now, Norman joked, looking down at the syrup laden dish. Eleanor snickered but didn't make further response. No, you're right, the pastor continued seriously. But I'd still like to make it happen one of these days. Well, we've got a big charity drive coming up that we're gearing up for. We can always use the extra helping hands. Norman nodded. I'll do what I can. Then he paused. Is the money from the church not keeping you afloat? Eleanor hesitated. We've got enough, she said at length. But we, we can always use more. We've got a lot of hungry mouths to feed. A lot of people who need warm beds. Let me take a look at the books for this, this coming week, Norman offered. I'd like to make sure that we're doing all we can. You mean the, church, the church's books or a personal budget? He shrugged. Why not both? Eleanor smiled, stood up, and came up, and came up on her husband from behind, putting her arms around his neck. That's what I love about you, Norman. You've always been so giving. He laughed briefly. Thanks, but I learned most of that from you. You've got a big, generous heart yourself. Oh, don't be modest. I'm serious, Norman continued. They say marriage is supposed to change you for the better. I think I have you to thank for that in large part. You're sweet. She kissed him gently on the cheek, then pulled away and began clearing dishes from the table. But I just say I had, to, I, had to, I had to find somebody to keep busy. You always had your work. I didn't want to feel like I wasn't doing my part, too. The Lord may not have blessed us with children to take care of, but he did bless us with other, other opportunities and abilities. That he did, Norman agreed. Here, let me help you out with that. I'm just about done. He swallowed his, mouth, his last mouthful of breakfast and stood up. Thanks. Eleanor handed him the dishes. So I didn't get to ask you about, your, about work yesterday. Anything new happening at church? Yes, Norman scowled suddenly. I got an interesting visit from someone at Gabor Industries. Eleanor cocked an eyebrow at him. Really? What do they want after all this time? They'd like us to suspend services until further notice so they can do some kind of chemical work in the area. Eleanor shared to scowl. That doesn't sound right. What did you tell them? I told them no, of course. We're not doing that unless, we absolutely need, unless we're absolutely forced to. Good for you. That sounds a little shady to me. Well, get, get this. They even offered me money to do it. What? Seriously? Eleanor's eyes widened. Like a lot of money? 
it would have been a helpful amount to the church, for sure. Hey, I mean, think of the homeless shelter. Norman snickered. I know, but no, we can't do it. I know, I was just teasing. She shook her head. But I guess it wouldn't be Wenchin if there wasn't something weird or shady going on somewhere. Her husband laughed. You're right about that, I'm afraid. Did you hear about Miracle? Norman shook his head. No, what happened? She picked up her phone and sat down in front of him. He was in the news this morning. Looks like Miracle saved the day again. Norman looked down at the screen. The headline read, Miracle Thwarts Armed Robbery. Norman skimmed the first few lines of text. Well, good for him. I always set a pace to believe in miracles. He chuckled slightly. That man has done quite a bit of good for this city. It's nice, nice to know that the city is still being protected, even after all these years, Eleanor agreed. The people, the people like Miracle and... Who's that, who's that nice girl one? Lady Light. It's good to know that people like Miracle and Lady Light are still around. That it is, and Norman meant it. I'm not so sure about some of those others, Eleanor said, like the one with those creepy mind powers. I never trusted him. Norman looked up at her. You mean Neuron? Neuron, yes. Neuron isn't around anymore, Eleanor. He isn't? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about him in, oh, probably four or five years. Huh, said Eleanor. Well, you would know better than I do, I guess. What happened to him? I don't know. He took in a breath. I never really knew him very well myself. I don't think he had a big public reason for quitting. Everyone just stopped hearing about him after a while. Hmm, said Eleanor. Well, what do you know? I wouldn't mind if the same kind of thing happened to that awful Night Terror character. From what I hear in the news, he's just a little too violent for a superhero, if you ask me. Norman nodded. I know what you mean. Of course, my favorite hero this time was always the White Knight. She glanced at him with, with, with a smile. Norman looked up and returned her smile. Oh, I know. Believe me. But the White Knight's, White Knight's days in this town are long gone. I know. I was just saying. A lull ensued in the conversation. Then Eleanor asked, Do you ever, ever miss the old days, Norman? Norman sighed. Sometimes, but it's just nostalgia. It's be expected with old age. You're not old, Norman. Well, I'm getting there. I'm definitely too old to do what I used to do. But that's okay. The church is my calling now, and I'm happy with it. I know you are, said Eleanor. So am I. And with people like Miracle around, it sounds like the city is still in pretty good hands. Amen. We can thank the Lord for that. Scene break. Okay, that's just a small scene, small section of Fractured Heroes, um, character-focused, superhero drama, superheroes in the background. I mean, m m the main characters are superheroes, but um, I really, m m my goal is to humanize them and make this about their human weaknesses and strengths as well. So, just a small snippet. If you want more, fracturedheroes.bandcamp.com, all day, all day long today, March 3rd. Name your price to download. Any amount you pay goes to me directly. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Have a great weekend. Go check out fracturedheroes.bandcamp.com today. Thanks, guys. Bye.